This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath. We are a drive-time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. How, you might ask, does that happen? Well, what we do is read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time in the Word, in the Scripture with the Lord, and then we come down to a studio we have here in the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about whatever God leads us to talk about in the chapter. My host today is Pastor David Gammon. How you doing, Pastor David? I'm doing great, Pastor David. I wasn't even thinking, uh, right before that, I took a sip of the hottest yeah, coffee. I noticed uh, that you did it. I didn't know what else to do. I was I was already into the, how are you? Oh, and he's like drinking coffee. Party. When yeah. you like, go to talk somebody right when they put the, like, the fork in their mouth, and you're like, oh, and you ask them a question. You, waiters and waitresses go to school <laughs> to learn how to do that at just the right time. Really, yeah. So I, I've never been asked by a waiter, how's your food, or do you need anything else when well, my mouth wasn't full? Now, that could be one of two things. That means they're incredibly poor timing, right. or I never don't have my mouth shut full of food <laughs> when I start eating. But anyway, so what's up, bro? Oh, man, life is good. Man, so many exciting things going on at the church. Uh, it's just it's just really, really cool season. It's going to be fun. Man, I tell you what, if you're listening right now and you want to jump in and get plugged in, it's maybe your first time, however you're listening to Morning Breath, whether it's through our podcast or on the radio, um, go to our website. You'll see a Morning Breath icon. That's at eccc.us, and you'll be able to click on that. You'll be able to get the itineraries, the chapters we've gone into, chapters we're going to go into. It'll really uh, be a great resource. Also, get our app, yeah. our East Coast app. It has, it's a picture of our logo, so wherever you get your mobile apps, go and get that. That'll be able to get you all, anything East Coast, from the weekend services to morning breath to events that we're doing. And just another great way is follow us on social media, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook, and you'll be able to keep up with what we have going on. Um, our kids' church is fully in swing again, and in case yeah, you didn't know that's that. Good. So that's something you could have found out um, as well. So, man, we just want you guys to be, you know, a part of what, what God's doing, you, you know, However that looks for you. Absolutely. Speaking of kids, we've got a family fun day coming up. We're going to have a, you know, normally we do something uh, for October 31st, kind of give the kids something to do besides, you know, run around and ask strangers for candy. And so uh, we got a family fun day, but it's going to be a drive-through edition. Yes. And so it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be at the Vieira High School. All of East Coast is pulling together to make this happen. So if you want to do something fun with your kids, we've got something set up for you. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, it's, that, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. that so the mezzanine day. are doing they're doing something for it, right? Oh, they're going to show up. What, what, show up. what kind of booth or what kind of uh, thing are they doing? Do you rumor have any? has it that they're going to reenact the Titanic. Rumor has it. Yes, and um, nice. I believe the Avenue Worship Center is going to be doing Jurassic Park. Nice. So, and I don't know if nice. we're supposed to be saying, but I feel a little bit like... Oh, if, no, I think we said this uh, Tuesday of Morning Breath, Wednesday of Morning okay. Breath, we talked about some things. Yeah. Of what we'd be doing, like the themes of yeah, the Yeah, like that, Okay, yeah. good, okay, good. Because we want to have fun with it. We want to let you know that the costumes are going to be fun, your kids yep, are going to yep. be able to have fun, you know, and and it's going to be a good time. We're going to have some music playing. and it's Sure. Just, you know, lots of candy. Lots of candy. Yeah, lots, lots of candy for your kids. Yep. And I, I'm definitely feeling like um, I, I want to go dressed more like the Chris Pratt from Jurassic World than I do Jack from Titanic. So hmm. uh, <laughs> I have to think that one through. <laughs> Not really. 
Yeah, so it's 11 to 2. Mm-hmm. 11 to 2, the Vieira High School property. On the 31st. Yes. Which is a Saturday. Is that correct? It is right. Yep, Saturday. So that's available for you. And then what else we got down there to do, Pastor David? Oh, man. It's called Ch- a concert in the in cars. Yes, we have concert in cars. Now, that's going to be on our Merritt Island location. Yep. And that's going to be um, at the time of the... The five at uh, the Saturday night service. Man, I'm stumbling over my words. Today. That's okay. We'll and keep trying. It's gonna be right after the. It's gonna be from five thirty to seven p.m. is the Saturday night service. But then afterwards, you'll be able to go out. And as we drive out, you will have a lot of like trunk or treat style. Will be a, a area for your kids to get bags of candy to get candy handed out to them. Or am I messing that up? I'm not. Sh- I think you're messing that up. I actually think that is going to be our service. It's going to be a concert in cars. We're going to have praise and worship on okay. the porch and then have the trunk stuff for the kids as well. Okay. I so think that's a, I mean, everybody listening. What do listen I know? No, listen well, to I mean, Pastor Dan. I'm, right? I'm not 100% sure, but that's what I think. Is that right, Nick? That is correct. Yeah, so, okay, cool. So we're having kind of a concert of worship but because of you know people still being a little concerned with oh. you know us packing our building to the gills, uh, and that's a phrase hardly anybody uses anymore. But anyway, <laughs> packing it really tight, we're going to actually do a concert outside called Concert in the Cars, and so yeah, and have you know some stuff for the kids. Well, that sounds super fun. Yeah, it'll too. be fun. It'll be a blast. Anyway, so that's what we're doing, and we'd love to have you. Let's get into the chapter day. We're in John chapter twenty-one. Is that right? Yep. Last chapter of the Gospel of John. Last one. And um, I got to once say hello to Nick. How you doing? I'm doing well. If you yawn again, I'm throwing <laughs> something at you because you, I, when I see people yawn, I want to yawn. Okay. And I, I got to read my Bible. I don't want to be yawning while I'm reading it, so stop it. <laughs> it's contagious. Contagious. Yes, very much so. Okay. How many verses you reading? I'm reading. Um, what are we going to break this out? We got right 30, 25, 25. 25. I'll read through 14. There is a nice break there. All right. And well, then, then you can take it home. Pastor Dan, I say to you, read, sir. From the New King James Version. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias, and in this way he showed himself. Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They said to him, we're going with you also. They went out and immediately got into the boat, and that night they caught nothing. And when the morning had now come, Jesus stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said to them, children, have you any food? They answered him, no. And he said to them, cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast, and now they were not able to draw it in because of the multitude of fish. Therefore, that disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. Now, when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he had removed it, and plunged into the sea. But the other disciples came in the little boat, for they were not far from land, but about 200 cubits, dragging the net with the fish. Then as soon as they had come to land, they saw a fire of coals there and fish laid on it and bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish which you have just caught. Simon Peter went up and dragged the net to land full of large fish, 153. And although there were so many, the net was not broken. Jesus said to them, come on and eat breakfast. Yet none of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? Knowing that it was the Lord. Jesus then came and took the bread and gave it to them and likewise the fish. 
This is now the third time Jesus showed himself to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. After breakfast, Jesus asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, Peter replied. You know I love you. Then feed my lambs. Jesus told him, Jesus repeated the question, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, Peter said. You know I love you. Then take care of my sheep, Jesus. Third time he asked him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt that Jesus asked the question a third time. He said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Then Jesus said, then feed my sheep. I tell you the truth. When you were young, you were able to do as you liked. You dressed yourself and went wherever you wanted to go. But when you were old, you would stretch out your hands and others will dress you and take you where you don't want to go. Jesus said this to let him know by what kind of death he would glorify God. And Jesus told him, follow me. Peter turned around and saw behind them the disciple Jesus loved, the one who had leaned over to Jesus during the supper and asked, Lord, who will betray you? Peter asked Jesus, what about him, Lord? Jesus replied, if I wanted him to remain alive until the return, what is that to you? As for you, follow me. So the rumor spread amongst the community of believers that the disciple wouldn't die. But that isn't what Jesus said at all. Only said, if I wanted him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? It is, this disciple is the one who testifies to these events and has recorded them here. We know that, that, that his account of this thing is accurate. Jesus also did many other things. They were all written down. I suppose the whole world could not contain the books that would be. Amen. Amen. So, New Living Translation? Yep. What's interesting is in this interchange here, where Jesus is asking Peter, does he love him? That if you read it in the Amplified, and I'll just read a couple of verses, verse 15 on. It says, so when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon, Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? Others do with total commitment and devotion. He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you with a deep personal affection as for a close friend. Then he says to him again, second time, do you love me with total commitment and devotion? He said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you with a deep personal affection as a close friend. Then Jesus said the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me with a deep personal affection for me as a close friend? And then Peter says, yes, I do love you with deep personal affection. There's two different words for love used there. Jesus is saying in the beginning two times, do you agape me? Do you, do you love me with total commitment and devotion? And Peter's answering, I love you with phileo, which is a, a brotherly love. And here it's described as a deep personal affection for a close friend. And so Jesus is saying, hey, do you agape me? And Peter's saying, I really phileo you. You know I phileo you. Peter's failed, and there's a big failure, you know, kind of target on his chest right now and probably filling his mind, you know, that I failed the Lord. I didn't, I didn't follow through when I was supposed to. I don't know how our relationship really is right now. And now he's asking me, do I agape him? And he, he keeps saying, you know all things. I'm not going to tell you that I'll never leave you nor forsake you again. I'm never going to tell you that all may go, but I'm going to be the guy who right. stays with you, Jesus. And so I, I think Peter, I don't know, some people might say slow playing it, or I think he's just being incredibly honest, saying, I'm giving you all I've got. 
and all I've got right now is this kind of love because my my unfailing God kind of love failed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can, I'm going to give you what I got. I'm going to love you like a brother, and I'm going to stand with you. And Jesus actually moves towards Peter and then finally says, do you love me like a brother? And he says, yes, Lord, you know I love you like a brother. And he said, then, good, let's go. Uh, let's roll, kids. And then Peter, of course, goes back to his old stuff and starts asking him about John. And what, what about him? What's he? What's going to happen to him? Give him a word. He needs a word. I got a word. He needs a word, too. And, of course, Jesus said, mind you, mind your business. We, we, are, we are like peculiar people like that. It's like as soon as we had something good happen, <laughs> we instantly go check our friend's social media post to see how many likes they got on their oh, post no. what's going on with their thing and, <laughs> and I, I I know that <clears throat> some of us need to hear that God loves us you need to hear mm, that you are yeah. loved you need to hear and know that you are loved by God but there are times when you need to hear that you love God mm. when you're facing adversities and temptations uh, you need to to declare out and say That's what good. you love because the temptation is going to be drawing on you. The defeat, being beat down, is going to be pressed down on you harder, and you need to look in the mirror and say, you know what? I love Jesus. I'm not giving up today. I love Jesus. I'm not going back to that temptation. I love Jesus. I am not going to choose wrong, but I'm going to choose Jesus. Why? Because I love you, Jesus. And it's it's important that we we do that, and that's kind of I believe what you know when the Bible talks about in other places about stirring up our most holy faith, about stirring up love inside of us. Say, hey, listen, you know, I am a disciple and follower of Jesus. I have responded to that question that he asks Peter, that he would ask Matthew, and that he would ask every one of his believers at one point in our lives, follow me. More of a statement the way I say it there. But I say, no, I've said yes to that. That means I'm going this way. And it helps centralize us and get us back on on the direction that God has called us to. That's that's cool. You know, when you think about that um, loving God sort of statement, I had an experience a long time ago when uh, we were in a very deep, Deeply difficult, troubled time. Carolyn had been in labor for almost 48 hours. That's two full days. They were giving up on her being able to deliver the baby, you know, normally or vaginally, however you want to do that. And we were getting ready for a C-section. And I, we had prayed and believed for, uh, you know, a natural birth. She'd already had two of them. You know, she'd already had two children that way. And it wasn't an unusual thing for her to have a natural birth. Uh, it would be a, would have been unusual for her to have a, have a uh, cesarean. Did I say abortion earlier? That was bad no, if I said that. You did not. Cesarean, uh, you know, birth, uh, that would have been different for us. And so we were disappointed that it was headed in that direction. And I went in the the room to get my surgical stuff on uh, because, I, you know, I was going to stay with her as long as I could. And so I was putting on one of the gowns and, you know, masks and the shoe, booties and all that stuff and gloves. And uh, I just prayed in there, Lord, I, and that doesn't matter what happens in this room. It doesn't matter what happens with my wife. It doesn't matter what happens with my child. Uh, in the long run on how I'll love you. I will love you and serve you all the days of my life, no matter what happens in this room. But, you know, you know how much I care about what happens in that room, but I'm going to love you anyway. 
And uh, I said, amen. And as I left, everything changed. Long story short, she had the baby naturally. Um, And then afterwards, this verse came to my heart. It's from Psalms 91. Because he has set his love upon me, will I deliver him and show you, show him your salvation, Come on. my salvation. And it was like, because it, uh, deliver him, he was delivered. And it was my son, Jonathan. And there were oh, so wow. many things about that verse that were just like, whoa, I knew it was a boy. Da, 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 da. We didn't know ahead of time. And just God spoke to my heart from there. I don't know. You know, another time that you, you need to hear yourself say and mean it, that you love God is when things are really stinking tough. When things aren't going your way, when it's hard, when not, you know, you're not getting corrected by God, you're not, not, you're maybe just in a mess that somebody else totally created. Isn't your fault? Wasn't my fault or Carolyn's fault? Carolyn was having trouble delivering that baby. There were all sorts of issues going on there. The baby was sunny side or sunny side up or however that means. I don't know how that, you know, baby wasn't in the right position to be delivered. All sorts of things were going on, but... God, in the middle of it, we just turned to him and said, look, we love you. We love you and we'll serve you all the days of our life, no matter what. And something incredible happened in our lives. So, you know, that, that statement of love is very powerful and very important. Uh, I'll let you. So good. You can take was, it from there if you I'm want. I'm sitting here listening. Don't do that to me. I, I've, got another, I've got well, something else if you want. I I was, I've in. got something too. But Go like, for it. Okay. I, I wanted I'll to give you a quick, chance. No, 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 no. Because right, I know nobody's waiting for what you got to say mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. I, I was thinking also too when you were talking about that, how like Peter was like, I'm going fishing. Yeah. Going fishing. It's good. Right? And, and the very next statement is his buddies go, we're going with you. Yeah, we'll go too. And it's like, I wondered if he didn't want to like, you guys know when you want to go somewhere and do something and all of a sudden like two of your friends are like, hey, we're going to go too. And you're like, I don't want you to. Like, like I don't want you to. Like, please don't. I want to be alone. Like, like I don't know what it's like fishing back then, but like, <laughs> please don't. Like, or I, I want to go be by myself. I want to go where, uh. where I just rejected Jesus and all of you guys got to see me chop off the high priest servant's ear. You guys got to see me utterly scattered to the winds and and but he knew it went deeper than that and it's hard. He knew that he would cuss out a junior high girl at the extent of him running wow. from Jesus. And he's like, you guys still want to follow me? I bet that was a root of bitterness right there. Of like how stupid are you guys? Right? I don't know. I wonder I've never had this thought before and I never looked at it that way like, oh I want to be alone. But I think you're onto something there, Pastor David. The other thing I made me thought is was he suicidal? Maybe. But I mean, Judas killed himself. Like, it wasn't like, you know, there was a suicide hotline back then, and it doesn't, you know, it wasn't like suicide wasn't real. Mm-hmm. It was real and a real deal. People did it. I wonder if they they said, uh, don't let him be alone. That's very, uh, absolutely could have been that. And my thought was this. I don't know. So we, now, then he's at breakfast with Jesus. He has this conversation <laughs> with Jesus. And Jesus says, take care of my sheep. I wondered if part of that slow rolling flail like you're saying yeah, was yeah. like Jesus don't you know what I did the yeah, last time definitely. I was in command definitely don't you know the last time what what I did with the team you know they're still following me only you know why which we would now even say only God knows why you know only you know why they're yeah, still following yep. you see Peter had a calling on his life and I remember this too and when uh, 15 years ago I read I ran a crew and a team for for a job 
And in that, you know, running, I had about 15 people that worked with me and um, I was the supervisor and I made some illegal and stupid decisions and I wound up getting in a lot of trouble, getting arrested. Long story short, I'll never forget when Matt said to me, after I'd already been tried, caught and everything, all right, and punished, Matt then, when I'm at the mezzanine and I'm at East Coast Christian Center now trying to rebuild my life and God's rebuilding my life, he goes, hey, I want to make you the head usher. And I remember the first thought that came through my mind was, do you know the last thing I did when someone put me in command? That, invo- like, that involved money? <laughs> right. I was like, right. He's like, so what make you the head of? Like, do you like, do you know how <laughs> absurd this is right now? Not even on a funny level. No, no. And I get it, it was like, and I, when you were talking, I was just thinking, I was like, I wonder if Peter felt that too. When Jesus yeah. was saying, take care of my sheep. He's like, I didn't do that great of a job beforehand. But Jesus wasn't looking at his beforehand. Yeah. He was looking at the gift that his father had put in him. Yep. On, on the major beforehand while he was in his mother's womb. Let me share an idea that I have about Jesus rebuilding Peter here and getting him ready. You know, we do know that he denied the Lord three times. Mm-hmm. So we have that going on. And, and then the rooster crowed. Now, I don't know about you. There's this uh, Pavlov's dog conditioning that happens in our lives. There's something bad, emotionally difficult happens. And it, it sort of burns into our soul. For example, I was, uh, we were going to this conference. We were going to have a lot of fun, all the pastoral staff back in the day. And we were filling up, stopped to fill up gas tanks. And I ran around and I was using my card to fill other people's tanks just to try to be generous and, and all that stuff. And so somebody finished filling up my tank for me while I did it. And uh, so I went in the store, had to go in and pay because, you know, once I used the card in three, t- three pumps, they all, it started freaking out, saying I was a criminal and, right. you know, buying everybody's gas for free. So I go inside, I get that okay, and I come out, I get in my car, and I drive away. And as I do, the person who filled up, and I'm, I should have taken care of this myself, but we, we share blame. And I'll never mention his name on the air, Eric Pardon. Oh, whoops, it came out. No, <laughs> just kidding. Eric and I, you know, I share the blame on this. But I pulled out and he left the pump in there after he fi- finished filling it up. And I ripped the the gas line out of the pump, like just, and they have a, I don't know if you know this, they have a safety, a release. safety release. Yeah. And so it popped loose. And then I went in, it was like $350. They charge you if you do one of those and it hurt. And uh, what's wild is now every time I fill up my tank, Right before I drive away, I look back in my rear view, you know, my side view mirror at my gas cap area to make sure the hose isn't in there. Why? I got that burned yes. deep in my soul because it was hurtful. It was embarrassing. I'm there with all my friends. It was expensive. So it's an emotional scar mm. that's marked in my life. So it makes me look every time I get gas, I look. I look, and I, that's because of that. Now, now think about that for a minute. Think about Peter every time a rooster crowed every morning for the rest of his life. Yeah. What what would that remind him of? Denying the Lord. Denying the Lord. Every morning he got up, he was greeted with the thought of, you denied the Lord. So he had an emotional, horrible encounter that that marked him forever. So now what does Jesus do? And notice in verse four, it says, but when the morning had now come, see, they've been out all night. So in the morning, 
Jesus is getting with Peter and, and getting him emotionally riled up. Do you love me? Well, well of course, you know I love you. Feed my, feed my sheep. Do you love me? Well, yeah, Lord, you, you know I do feed my lambs. Do you love me? Oh, my gosh, yes, I love you. And he gives them one more command. And then what's probably, it doesn't say in here, but probably happened next is, and he got reburned with a different way to think of himself and think of the Lord. I think God was rewiring Peter so they could think straight to go forward in his life. Hmm. Let's take a break. We'll be back in a minute. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321 321- 783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. For 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Join Overlook Ministries on October the 17th at the Avenue Worship Center for the 8th Annual Overlook Fiesta Fundraiser. Overlook is a ministry faithfully serving East Coast Christian Center and Brevard County for 23 years, reaching out to the lost, homeless, and overlooked. The fiesta begins 7 p.m. on October 17th with desserts, inspiration, and community. Let's change the world one man at a time. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living Facility, located in the Rockledge Vieira area. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Please visit us today by going online at pineapplegarden.com or call 321-405-CARE. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Morning Breath. All right. But I tell you what, I was taking a look at the chapter here, and I, just something really stood out to me, and I just wanted to share it with everybody. And Let's do it. Is that, you know, Peter and John, or excuse me, Peter and Jesus are walking or in this moment, but John is close enough to be able to somewhat hear what's going yeah, on, yeah. and he doesn't interject, and it becomes about him. Peter is even saying, what about this guy? And Jesus responds back with with his answer, and John does not say anything. And for me, that what stood out was like, was able to allow somebody to have their moment, their time, and their space with Jesus. And he didn't have to jump in. He didn't have to interfere. He didn't have to be a part of it. And you know <laughs> that that John was hearing it because if it went differently, Peter would have been like, 
Hey, this is what Jesus said. Uh, yeah. I'm in charge. All right, no, go get go get the camels. Like, like, but it wasn't. It was the authentic, vulnerable moment that happened. So John was hearing this, and that we have to be able to trust God that He will show up. We have to trust the Holy Spirit that He is at work in people's lives, instead of always trying to jump in and be Jesus to people ourselves, or to be that. You know. I want to just encourage you in your prayer life today, man, if you're struggling with something or a relationship with someone, pray about it today, all right? And trust that Jesus loves them more than you love them and that he is in it and he's, he is wanting to take a walk with them. So, man, guys, I tell you what, we probably could talk for another eight hours on this Come chapter. on. But that's it for us, guys. We love you. You guys have a great day. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, 